We will continue reading the tech news until it's depleted, and then... God help us. <laughs> the EU's mission to rein in big tech continues, with the European Parliament passing almost unanimously a preliminary proposal <laughs> that would force Apple to finally just slap a USB-C port on the iPhone for Pete's sake. Come on! They've already put it on the iPads and, I and MacBooks, so like, what's the hold up? I don't up? get it. The EU's radio equipment directive would mandate USB-C be included on all small to medium-sized electronic gadgets, with exemptions for devices that are too small for USB-C port, like smartwatches, health trackers, or other tiny wearables. It also calls for a standardization of wireless charging standards, which could affect Apple's new-ish MagSafe system, or you know, any future phone that's like, this port it's not really for charging. Wireless is the it's predominant just, charging. This port's just for fun. No. EU member states will hash out the details after another vote in May, but the EU ain't done here. Parliament is also soon expected to pass a new law called the Digital Services Act. DSA. <laughs> which would force online platforms to better police illegal content and ban the targeting of users based on religion, gender, or sexuality. So don't worry too much about the future of technology and the internet. Europe is here to save us all, except Americans. Meanwhile, Google is trying to make your phone less helpful if you're ever planning on using it to record a phone call. A new policy will ban third-party call recording apps from using Android's accessibility API, which allows them to access the audio functions on a given device. Now. To be fair to Google, this ban is meant to escape legal liability, since laws governing whose consent is required before recording a phone call differ depending on where you are. But there are lots of scenarios in which having the option would be extremely useful, like a phone interview, or a call with a shady company, or as part of an elaborate punked prank. Watch out, Linus. Google's gonna punk ya. Well, Thankfully, there are some workarounds, but man, this almost makes you wanna call Europe. Help us, Europe, again. Hello. <laughs> And just like Microsoft, Sony is also reportedly considering introducing ads into free-to-play games on its console, the PlayStation 5. Have you heard of it? Sony's plans are currently limited to ads in game menus, but like Microsoft, the company is apparently talking with its partners about ads situated in the game world, like say virtual billboards and cyberpunk beautiful. for Atari. Blade Runner reference. Look at the beautiful people. They're just movies podcast. Aww. Have you heard of it? We're on it. There's also talk of rewarding players with items like skins for watching enough ads, but only in a way that doesn't disrupt the gameplay experience. That's funny, because I would say ads disrupt gameplay by definition but they could also create new revenue opportunities for free-to-play game developers, which I like. Who says games need to be fun and not dystopian anyway? That's just rules. Play to earn, baby. Riley! Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Zoho CRM, the solution for managing your business's sales, marketing, and customer service. It can basically do everything except get the coffee. Get started quickly thanks to Zoho CRM's intuitive UI and simple navigation, and there's even AI predictions to help you understand who your customers are deep down in their soul. Plus, you can tweak things to your liking with the built-in design studio to help you spot critical info at a glance. Zoho's got flexible contracts, transparent pricing, and an ever-evolving service that grows to meet your needs without snowballing costs. Get 50% off your annual subscription when you use code ZCRM50 at the link below. Quick bits ain't what you expect. Because they're shapeshifters. Devil spawn. What? AMD might be on the path to revolutionizing the processor world once more with their Phoenix APUs. <laughs> The chips are expected next year with up to 24 RDNA compute units, which would technically make them more powerful than the Xbox Series S. 
S. S. S. Which has 20. And if the Phoenix chips are built with RDNA 3, they could even outperform AMD's low-end discrete graphics cards. Do you think AMD called them Phoenix because it's like Ryzen has been just okay, but now it's like they're gonna rise from the ashes like a phoenix? Oh, Do you think that? That would be, that would, maybe they did that. Taiwan-based company Thermalright has launched a bending corrector frame for Intel's Alder Lake processors that is designed to prevent them from bending or warping, an issue that has been observed among some 12-gen chips. Only in the wild. Although the anti-bending unit goes directly against Intel's strong recommendation to not use such mods, I can understand why enthusiasts would want to protect their expensive new processor. They can always just tell Intel they're framing it for display purposes only. I wrote that as a joke, but I'm assuming some people do that. Elon Musk is still gunning for Twitter, announcing on 420 that he had secured a $46.5 billion package, 21 billion of which was his own money from Tesla stock to fund his hostile takeover bid. The rest coming from Morgan Stanley. Twitter's board has not given Musk a formal answer to his offer, but will be facing scrutiny from shareholders who stand to gain from the deal. As is usually the case with Elon, it's unclear whether he's doing this out of real concern for free speech or whether he just needs another way to distract people from videos of Teslas driving themselves into three and a half million dollar private jets. Like every week. After basically ignoring it for more than 10 years, Apple has officially pulled the plug on macOS server the $20 app that provided a few server-specific features which have now largely been integrated into macOS itself. But I'm still having trouble comprehending this because Apple people, those people don't use servers. Yeah, what the heck? They keep everything in Moleskine notebooks and vision boards and stuff and word clouds. They have all your information at the cafe. The servers work there. And while the GPU stock and price landscape might be returning to some kind of normalcy, the worldwide chip shortage is still very much an issue. According to a Bloomberg report, at least one major industrial conglomerate, one, one conglomerate, has resorted to tearing apart used washing machines, stripping out their semiconductors, and using them in their own products. We're in the cannibalism stage. It won't be long now. We'll have to wait until next week to see how things play out, so come back on Monday for more tech news, just the way Grandma likes it. Grandma loved tech news.